Hi, Claray. Hey, Nick. Have you heard? Oh, no. Our favorite podcast has a Patreon. What is that? It's a way for our listeners to support us directly and a great way for us to engage with them. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to list some benefits? If you don't mind. Okay, so there are two tiers. We've got Coach and we've got Proctor. Oh my God. Coach gets you ad-free episodes and <gasps> Proctor gets ad-free episodes and bonus content from us. Oh my God, from us, not from someone else? <laughs> no, from us, not from someone else. Contrary to popular belief. But how does it help us, the podcasters? So my laptop screen is broken as fuck. So that's one way that that will greatly benefit us. Amazing. And the first 10 patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they what about be, them? They will be <laughs> branded. <laughs> I'm unhinged. What are we going to do to them? <laughs> Those first 10 patrons that I want uh-huh. to call patrons. Yes. Well, Let's call them that. Our patrons. So our first 10 Patrons will be forever immortalized by us. So you just have to go to... (laughs) (laughs) So you just have to go to patreon.com slash brain cell girls to learn more. Link in the show notes. Link in bio. Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy drip. We had a very dare. Let's go ahead. Terrace chase and let's go to the bed. The heavy pet. Hello. 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 All right. Before we really get into it, if you guys can just quickly rate us five stars, please write a little review saying ahaha or whatever. Do that. <laughs> Do that. Follow us on those exact words. Follow us on Instagram at Brain Cell Girls. Sign up for our email list on our website, <laughs> braincellgirls.com. Uh, what else? What else? What other calls? Uh, the biggest call ones are liking and rating us five stars, writing a review, and subscribe. And subscribing are the most helpful things. Yeah. Also, send us stories, questions comments concerns anything you would like us to read aloud or disclose more on our website or in our dms or if you're like i want to like you guys should talk about this topic suggestions we might not do it but our suggestions are always open suggestions always open something (laughs) that has been weighing heavily on me lately that i had to write down yes i was watching a youtuber who i i really like her for the most part but Mm -hmm. she made a joke that is something are we are we not naming her name is Nisa, Nisa, Nisi Pisa is her at. Okay. She's very fun, however. Cool. She made a joke about, she's in grad school right now, and she made a joke about her, like, degree. And what really pisses me off, like her physical piece of paper, is when people refer to their college degree as, as a $200,000 piece of paper? Yes, Nick. That's exactly what pisses me off. 
it makes me unreasonably angry. Like, yeah. isn't yeah. that what, yeah. like, a lot of things in life are a X amount of money piece of paper? Also. Like, yeah, if you dumb it down to that, yes. That also, is I'm like, the fact, I'm like, if people actually think that, I think, like, hopefully it's mainly just a joke. But if people actually just think that, I'm like, you don't deserve a college degree. <laughs> like, you clearly didn't pass critical thinking. Because that's so not what it is. And I, it like, it's like the piece of paper isn't the degree. Thank you. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's, I mean, you could apply that logic to, like, most things in life. Like, what is, like, your car or your license. Like, oh, it's just a ten thousand dollar box of metal <laughs> like i mean yeah i guess it is this is just a 70 dollar piece of cloth and it's like yep that this is just uh <clears throat> an originally 200 dollar piece of cloth from aritzia that i did get for 50 dollars at my place of employment oh nice uh, um clary works at goodwill <laughs> i work at the goodwill bins um just digging through shit all day <laughs> back to the degrees real quick Yes, of course. Not, not that we left that, but never. I, <laughs> Spiritually, we're always there. We're always there. You're not paying for the piece of paper. You're paying for the four years of education preceding the piece of paper. The piece of you don't. <laughs> when I got my piece of paper, I like cried. I was so happy. I wasn't like <clears throat> for this. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> And now Truly look where and I honestly, am. <laughs> the piece of paper itself cost like 30 cents. Chapman's degrees are US made. They're Fuck not you. probably. I have no fucking clue. Um uh, I just don't under I just don't understand that logic is it always irks me when someone's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. <Period>. Yeah. <laughs> Those noises also piss me off. Did, like, did, you, did you see that TikTok I sent you that's like when girls get a haircut in their Did captions. A thing. So Sorry, this Mom. happened. <laughs> Mom, it's not a phase. <laughs> Chopped. Shut up. No one cares. No one cares. No one needs to know. Clary, no you one... we we both recently got haircuts. And I told you you look like a shorn poodle. And you look like a divorced mom. And hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your poodle <laughs> walking into court with you. You're the poodle that I always wanted and my husband said we couldn't get because he hates dogs. And then as soon as I kicked it, oh yeah, (laughs) that was the whole problem is that I was a lesbian the whole time. We finally got divorced and I got the gay poodle of my dreams. Hi. Um. (laughs) Gay poodle of my dreams. So That one right there. (laughs) um, Why is my tongue always green on this webcam? Is it? Ew. Like, it doesn't look like that in real life. Because I, I set out to record my thoughts while I watch TikToks. I wrote down like three things. <laughs> I have a lot to say, so go ahead. <clears throat> my first thought, I should start microdosing. Same. I we should do that fully. together. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. I think I would live a better life if I was. Well, the idea of microdosing is that you don't like. Yeah. Nothing happens. It's like a natural so. antidepressant. I've I've fucking heard like wonder stories. That's about like literally what I've heard. Shrooms and depression, and I'm like, hmm, well, butrin hoomst. That I'm would kid- honestly. I'm kidding, my psychiatrist who might be listening. Oh my god, hey girl. Hey girl. Hey. My second comment is men who drive shirtless. What's that all about? 
keep doing it, but what is that about? I just can't imagine that's comfortable. Isn't it sticky? Ew. If if the it's thought a, of if it's a cloth seat, it's fine. But like leather or pleather the or anything. The thought of no. sitting down shirtless <laughs> and I can just see my, my leather like, car. <laughs> your vegan car. The thought of sitting down shirtless and just seeing my big hairy belly makes me want to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's just my eating disorder talking. Um, and my third comment. <laughs> she's, I always, saw, she's always speaking. She's always there. Hey girl. Yeah. Um I get a lot of like Midwestern recipe TikToks, which bring my soul so much joy. Midwestern and like Appalachian, Appalachian, however the fuck you say it. I've heard both. So crazy. But the one I saw last night was someone appear. I think they're about to put it in the oven and it was slices of pineapple with mayonnaise and cheddar cheese on top. What's that all about? And those are all my thoughts. And then I went to sleep. The thing is that they're so bored over there. They have nothing else to do besides be like, let's see what happens when we put like, I feel like they just have like a wheel of random foods and they just spin it three times and put it in the oven. Literally. Also, also speaking of Thanksgiving meals, sorry, speaking of Thanksgiving Thank meals, have you ever heard or seen or experienced marshmallows on sweet potatoes? Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Never heard of it. Have never seen it. Literally, what? I have never heard of that in my life you haven't i thought that was pretty standard until i went to thanksgiving at my friend baby and she pulled it and then her mom pulled out sweet potatoes with marshmallows which like kept burning the oven like three separate times and she was like janessa and janessa's like coming (laughs) to like scrape marshmallows off the oven but i'm like i didn't know that was a thing and i was too scared to try it so Sorry, can't report. Too scared to try it? I'm, I was, I cannot emphasize enough how much of a picky eater I was when I, like, up until I was, like, 16 or 17. It was insane. And, (laughs) yeah. And, like, I didn't have a burrito until I was 17, almost 18. Like, summer before senior year of high school. I never had a burrito. Because I was like, I don't like all these things mixed together. Like, Graduating from cheese to chicken quesadillas, big step for Nick. Big step. Yet you had the audacity to have a dream meal of boiled broccoli with carrots and lamb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm simply a farmer peasant. (laughs) Only real ones will get that reference. Girl, what the fuck? We didn't even read that one last time. I know that was after the fact. And so so then I I put it in the description and I'm like, oh, no one's going (laughs) to We can read it at a later date because I would love to perform that one on on the topic of picky eaters. Yeah. I only ate white food, not like Caucasian, like the color white food. That's disgusting. Like I've never been a picky eater. White chicken, rice, like something I've experienced. Yeah. Fellow vegans, if you're listening, I'm curious if you have a similar experience to this because I know some people that have. Mm hmm. Pre-vegan, I mean, I've never been a picky eater, but there were some things that kind of grossed me out. Like, fuck mayonnaise, fuck ranch dressing. Um, Why? I did not understand. I did not realize ranch was like... Mayonnaise and buttermilk? No, 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 no. I know what ranch is. I didn't realize ranch was so beloved by America. Well... Until I was working at a rest... Until I started working at Chili's, and everyone's like, can I get more ranch? And I'm like, why do you want ranch with this? There's crack in it, I swear to God. However... 
Well, after going vegan, I would like to speak in defense of oh. both mayonnaise and ranch. Mayonnaise isn't bad. It is blended up oil and eggs if it's not vegan. But like, what is is, ve- is vegan mayonnaise just more oil? Like, yeah, okay. It's just different oil blends that'll like solidify at room temperature. Okay. So I mean, like that is kind of gross. It's creamy all, all and delicious. Is, all food, for the most part, is kind of gross when you get down to it. This is a really good point. Yeah. The only things I that aren't gross I'm a mayonnaise are, stan. Literally, fruits and vegetables are the only things that aren't gross. Yeah, anything even else, then? Anything else kind of kind of weird. I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. And mayonnaise is fucking delicious. And mm-hmm. I'm going to die on that hill. Speaking of which. Yes. Kind of. And then okay. I'll stop talking about food. Once a month, Goodwill has a catered meeting. Goodwill treats its employees right. We got sandwiches. (laughs) And the vegan option, I can't stress how much I did actually like it. Like, it was actually good. Mm -hmm. However, close your eyes and picture. What was it? I'm going to die. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm always like, I need to guide Clare through storytelling. Shut the fuck up, Nick. I'm like, I'm like, I ate I need a sandwich to... and it was good. I'm like, I need to lead her the from end. the pasture to the barn. <laughs> Bitch, I get where I'm going. What? Clary's a black sheep and she knows where she's going. Okay. Unlike Nick, I don't need to also tell everyone what I was wearing and what time I'd woken up that day. Everyone loves my details. <laughs> I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who is not named Clary. It always ends up good. Anyway. I just want to say I cut. You guys have no idea how much I cut of me speaking. (laughs) Can confirm it's a lot. I have to sit through a lot more than you people do. So be fucking grateful. No, literally, I'll be like, I'm just listening back and I'm like, okay, unimportant detail, unimportant detail, unimportant detail. That's why we recorded. recorded No, wait, wait. It was a Monday. Wait, no, it was definitely a Sunday, but, like, in the <laughs> afternoon. I'm like, no one cares! And you're like, sweetie, like... <laughs> but I'm no, like, uh-huh. I, we recorded for three and a half hours ye- last, yesterday, last week. And it ended up being a two-hour episode, mainly because Nick just went in and was like, snip, snip, pass Nick. <laughs> Basically, everything I say is perfect, and Nick yes. is trying to beat me. I never um, cut, I never, ever cut anything <laughs> Hey, editing Nick. What's good? Hi, future uh-huh. Nick. Anytime I hear myself say hi, future Nick, I listen back and I'm like, shut up. I hate past Nick. I don't. I love past Claret. Past <laughs> Nick always wants the approval of future Nick. And he never <laughs> <gets it. laughs> Wait, I just forgot something I was about to say that was really good. Fuck. Something about. Can I also say for anyone who's listened to my pride and joy epi 12 um, Nick and I spoke for a consecutive like eight hours that day i don't think i've ever had like that long of a conversation with essentially no breaks with another human being we got off the phone or the zoom Zoom. again i really confuse audio and video (laughs) media really confusing to my brain Oh my god, okay. We got off of this fucking, why do I want to call it a Skype call? A Zoom call. hmm And I was like, god damn, I need to speak to no one for two hours. I, yeah, I get that. I, 
I mean, you and I have had like I don't know when we went to the coast, when we went to Bend. That's true. <laughs> Been around each other. <laughs> Joshua Tree. Do you remember in Bend the people? Probably, the, probably not. Do, no. Do you remember all the creepy shit and how you were so goddamn paranoid and I thought we were gonna die in the restaurant? No, on the drive. The like when we pulled over to take <gasps> oh, pictures. Oh, that okay. That not a fan. That was so scary. To be fair, I was stone cold sober as I was the driver. And Nick had been hitting my sober PAX. sister. Please fucking sponsor us. If you work for PAX and you need some poor motherfucker to sponsor, <laughs> let it be us. We stand your product so hard. You won't have to spend that much money to sponsor us. We promise. <laughs> no, no, really not. But the thing about PAX that I've noticed. I always do this thing where I like take one hit and I'm like, <laughs> nothing. And I'm like, I'm going to take seven more. And then all of a sudden I'm like astral projecting. Well, apparently one second hitting a PAX is two and a half milligrams. What? How is that possible? That's what they told me. They lied. Sponsor I don't, us. I don't, I don't think they <laughs> like did. Like they're liars. <laughs> I think my pot is literally just like a year old. So it's a little stale. <laughs> Have you literally not replaced it? No, I got it last Christmas and I haven't replaced it. So funny. And it's still hitting? Yeah. Wow. It kind of takes a minute right now. You kind of have to like hit it a couple times and get nothing to like heat it up. But yeah. Yeah. She works. (laughs) Anyway. So Nick is like in like on another planet. Sorry. We were we hadn't recorded a single episode of this podcast yet, yet we were daydreaming the whole drive. Do you remember that? We're like, have we we not famous? No, we hadn't oh, recorded that's so funny. at all. That's so funny. We had a big storm coming. Truly, we were like, this is going to be so easy. We're going to blow up tomorrow. <laughs> what are we, we going to do if Barstool asks us if we want to join that their was, network? That was to the coast. That was us game planning if Barstool asks us. It was us. both. Did we talk about that? Oh, my God. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we, because we, part of the plan was that we we're going to take pictures in band. Oh, Okay. So we pull over at like, it was like a national park site. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, if you're, you know, one of our 50% of our listeners are from Oregon. Like when you go to a campsite and it has like that like big brown wooden sign or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's like a national park or state park. So it wasn't the like actual place where you pitch your tent or like. No. Pull your camper over, but there was like a big building that like it was like a public like building. It, yeah, it looked like it had restrooms. Yeah. There were a couple RVs like parked around there that clearly like must have worked there or something. There were no signs indicating that said, like, anything. Hours. There was a gate that was open. We drove through a gate. Yeah, it was like it by all accounts, it was open to the public. We parked in a parking spot. We get out again. Nick, so stoned. Me, so sober. This man in his RV, he's like cooking up hot dogs on the grill. He yells something at us like, what are you doing? Or like, can I help you or something like that? And we were like, do you own this place? Like what? This is like national park land. I'm like, are you Governor Kate Brown? (laughs) Also, I can't. (laughs) He was. Yeah. In drag. Governor Kate Brown. (laughs) Attacked us. <laughs> Governor K. Brown is a drag king. <laughs> Starting the rumor now. Uh, um, 
I can't stress enough how far away from this man we were to the point where like I couldn't make out facial features. Like he could have been Kate Brown for all I know. He looked, he reminded me of Ben Horn's brother on Twin Peaks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like angry. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Ben Horn could get it. Get it. Old, young, any day of the week, any position, any any sexual act he desired, I would give it to Ben Horn. Not the actor. The character. No, fuck the actor. JK, you're great. Imagine if he fucked you in his fucking hotel. So we get out of the car and take some pictures. And this man, this man from like, I don't know, 300 feet away, roughly. I don't know feet. Yeah. Starts yelling at us, like asking what we're doing. And like a couple of crackheads, I look at Nick and I'm like, what do I say? And he's like whispering back at me what I should say. It was really bizarre. Why do we do that? I'm like, what do I, I say? And you're I, like, they were taking pictures. I do not trust myself to like talk to strangers when I'm high. Okay. For more than like five seconds. Like I can talk to the delivery person and be like, thanks so much. Have a good night. And like beyond that, I should not be That's allowed fair. to talk to people. Yeah. I just get very anxious about that. So we said like. Oh, we're just taking some pictures. And he said something whack as hell. Like, I guess that's okay. Something like. Yeah, it was on. It was in that vein, that energy for sure. So we walk away, go stand on a rock, take some pictures. It was kind of like, like, it was kind of like, okay. You know, it was like that. Yeah, it was weird. And we were like, okay. And then we took a couple pictures and both of us start freaking out. Mm-hmm. immediately oh and also worth noting we are desperately trying to chase the sun down because the sun is actively the setting. sun the sun was like down <laughs> the, it was essentially yeah. dark outside yeah when i so say it was down it was like past the horizon but it was still light out yes yeah thank you nick for those of you who don't know how the sun works <laughs> oh my god can we do a live show in the south pole where the sun doesn't set and then one in the north pole where the sun is always set yeah that sounds fun. We can do backwards days back to back. We we do a live show to, to a clan of penguins. <laughs> They're like a clan, a clan of penguins. A clan of penguins. What's a group of penguins called? Girl, I don't know. A okay. stout. A stout it, of penguins. Yeah, it's a stout. <laughs> okay, I have to look it up. But then we moved locations because we got stressed out because of that, dude. So we're like driving along the road. Like I'm driving like a literal lunatic trying to find somewhere to pull this shit over and take some pictures. We find a like it was next to a campsite. It was like a little trail that led to a stream. In, I feel like, like a field. Yeah, it was like right off the road. It was like it was truly like we pulled the car on the side of the road. There was another yeah. car there. We get out, we start taking some pictures, and all of a sudden these two dogs like run up to us and start like jumping and being weird. Well, and I was si- I was sitting on the ground taking photos of you. And like this a dog true like star. and this dog like mounts me. <laughs> and I'm like, hi. And like it was friendly, so I didn't mind or anything, but I was like, whose dog is this? Because there were no people in sight. And then these two out of, weirdos out walk of up. nowhere. Like, <laughs> like, like they've appeared. <laughs> Twin Peaks shit. Like, they just walked over and no sort of like, oh, sorry about my dog. Come here, buddy. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. None of that. Like, they just stand there. And so I said like, oh, sorry. Like, what am I apologizing for existing? 
It's natural. Nothing. Yeah. They were so bizarre. They finally said like, oh, Roscoe, come here. Have a good night. It was so sus. Everything about everyone in Bend that day. The really scary part for me in my altered state was I stood up and I was like, just like kind of like petting one of the dogs, whatever. And this, and like one of the women, I think it was like a mother and a daughter, maybe. I don't know. Lovers. Lovers, aunt and niece, all of the above. And she walked straight at me, not saying anything. Nothing. Yeah. Like none of us are wearing masks because like you and I weren't anticipating humans arriving. And she just like walked right at me like a zombie, didn't say anything and just like kind of like like took the dog's collar and like led it away and i'm like the vibes were off basically everyone in bend is fucked up in the head no and then Um, and then i started getting i was like okay everyone in bend is in a cult and like they're trying to like set like this is midsummer we're gonna get our heads on a spike or something and then we did okay nick i have the answers coming to you from a spike (laughs) a group of penguins in the Mm. water is Mm. called a raft but on land they're called a waddle other names for a group of oh my right? god. <laughs> Other names for a group of penguins includes rookery, a oh. colony, and a huddle. I've heard colony. I've never That's heard a so waddle, cute. a waddle, a waddle of penguins. I prefer stout personally. I don't know where you got that from. But speaking of cult shit in Bend, do you want to tell me about your night on TikTok? Yes. So last night I'm scrolling through TikTok peeing my pants laughing because to me the peak of comedy is finding just a weird ass tiktok and sending it to clarine saying us that's li- that's all we do that is it's literally never not all funny. we <laughs> it is always funny the funniest part is when it's not clear who's supposed to be who and you play both scenarios in your head yes um, especially if it's weird kinky android people you know the variety kinky you know the breed People with who I am actively kink shaming with weird ass kinks who decide it's time that they make TikToks about their preferred kinks with their shitty Android phone. You, I'm looking at you. Okay, that one, I don't know if you sent it to me or if I sent it to you. The one of like the guy and the girl and the girl is like the little or something. That one. Where he's tucking her in. And she talks like a baby. And she's like, (laughs) it is. Yeah, I'm familiar. So incredibly upsetting and deeply. And everyone in the comments is like, please go to therapy. And they're like, and then the guy responded to everyone and was like, actually, therapists encourage this behavior. And I'm like, no, they don't. And if they do, find a different therapist. My psychiatrist, if you're listening, he would see that and he'd be like, knock that shit out immediately. (laughs) (laughs) It's the weirdest shit. Okay. Anyways, do it in private. If you got to do it, do it in private. Also, I love the ones where I say us recording and it's like two people just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> or Children like, fighting captioned us recording. Never not funny. Polyamorous polyamorous relationships and we're like you, me, and Megan. <laughs> it's That's my favorite because it's like who's who. All situations are funny. All are... All combos are hilarious. Anyways, so then TikTok is like, hmm, let's make Nick not be able to fall asleep. And they show me this video 
of this girl and she's like yeah i used to work as a hostess i guess at this like really rich chilies restaurant no. slash resort or something in this like so not chilies it was not chilies at this okay. like really fancy resort restaurant in a tiny tiny place in canada and she's like she's like yeah i worked there for a summer as a hostess and one and we and she's like we get a lot of like celebrities and famous people because it's like so isolated um and she said that this group of women came in like five or six women came in and like all of them are like talking and laughing as they walk in except for one of them who's like being weirdly quiet and the hostess looks at her and is like, oh, my God, that's Princess Diana. <gasps> and I'm like, Haha, what? And then apparently the hostess said to the woman, she's like, oh, my God, do people tell you that you look exactly like Princess Diana? And she says that the woman went, yeah, I've gotten that before. And then winked at the hostess. And then she sat down this group of women and she said that, like, it was the same deal. Like, all five other women were like, laughing whatever but then this woman and then princess diana like wasn't really talking or laughing and she's like are you sure they weren't in dos <laughs> are you sure she hadn't just been branded and she was like fully dissociated <laughs> she's like i've heard that before um she's like i was up all night playing midnight volleyball i've only eaten 50 <laughs> calories today yeah i look like princess diana <laughs> wink wink <laughs> <laughs> she was twitching. It wasn't a wink because <laughs> she's malnourished. She was so, blinking at you in Morse code. Help me. Why didn't you help her, <laughs> Lindsay? <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> and then her like boss came up to her and was like, oh, my God, that woman looks exactly like Princess Diana. And she says, yeah, I know. And then she posts two more videos theorizing that princess diana is still alive and lives in canada (laughs) and lives in canada and she's theorizing that princess diana faked her own death because she wanted to get get your coin sis because she wanted to get out of her life and her situation which like is true she probably did want to get out of her life and her situation which came true but i (laughs) Yeah, Nick, it did. Her wish did come true. <laughs> wish when she came died true. a fiery death. So then, or did she? So this, so this girl's like, yeah, she lives in Canada now, and Harry and Meghan just bought a house in Canada too. <laughs> and and then someone in the comments was like, there was a mysterious woman wearing all black at Harry's wedding, and no one knew who it was. And then someone just replied, source? And then the other person replied and said, IDK. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so, so, Princess, I'm like, so Princess Diana faked her own death, went to Harry's wedding. Can you imagine the balls on Cloaked her? Cloaked in black. The balls on Princess Diana to show up at the wedding and be like, it's not me. <laughs> She's wearing Everyone's like a like, veil. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So then I go on to, oh, actually. Will you dress like that at my wedding? Of course. And. And just stand in the back all me, sus. <laughs> me as a bridesmaid. <laughs> Everyone's wearing the same dress. And then I'm like. <laughs> I'm like five inches taller than everyone else. Wearing the same dress, but in black. Yes. And with a veil. 
I just want you to kind of like I was loiter in, in the field at my parents because I want to get married at my parents' house. I want you to just like hang out in the field in all black with a veil, just kind of like swaying until someone's like, does anyone else see that? And then you can like get down really low. You guys should gaslight one person. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? Um, and then I'm like, <sighs> I was in the winter of my life. Um, anyways, so then TikTok is like, mm, you like conspiracy theories? And I'm like, no. And they're like, I don't fucking care. Look at this. And then they show me this TikTok about... I would like to about, quickly say about the Princess okay. Diana one. I'm going to get back to her. Okay. Yeah. This is just a quick aside. And the Princess Diana is still alive. Confirmed. And I... <laughs> confirmed by Nicholas G. Carl at gmail.com. Dot edu. NicholasCurl.com. Photography at Nicholas slash. G. <laughs> at Nicholas G. Curl.com. Slash braincellgirls.com. Dot edu. Venmo in description. People who post their Venmos in their bios, does Bold. that work? Whenever I see those TikToks, it's like, I'm a millionaire or I'm feeling nice. I'm going to Venmo someone $500. Put your Venmo in the description. I just, although I need $500, I have too much pride. It feels pathetic. Sorry if you've done that. Get your coin. Get your okay. coin, sis, but it couldn't be. <laughs> Get your coin, sis, but it's pathetic. <laughs> Lizard. <laughs> You bootlicker. So don't worry, I, I've done much more pathetic things than that in my life, just not publicly. I've done more pathetic things for money than that, such as work at Chili's. Um. <laughs> anyways, so I get this TikTok and it's about this really fancy, supposedly fancy, and then the comments were like, "This is not a nice hotel. Why are you saying this?" Hotel in Houston. Forget what it's called, but apparently it's like all the like rich elites go here. Blah blah blah. And then this guy stayed at the hotel and his room was like a prison, brick walls, concrete floor, really creepy paintings on the wall. Not a hotel room, like literally looked like a prison. And then everyone's like, oh, that's for the rich elites to use as their child sex dungeon. And then he called the hotel to ask about it or he called the front desk and he's like, hi, like what's happening in this room and they're like oh sorry we're not supposed to rent that room out that was an accident which is creepy okay and then everyone was like yeah actually it's literally just like a themed hotel every room has a different theme that's what i was gonna guess i don't think what implies that it's the child sex room why is it not just a bunch of sex room a a bunch of rich people go there and people like thinking okay rich people also just have normal sex they're not all pedophiles. Yes, I agree. I'm here to debunk theories. Yeah. <laughs> this is now a conspiracy theory podcast. I was just going to say that if I looked shockingly like a dead celebrity, I would milk that shit. I would go everywhere and be like... I would dress and like dress, her. I would dress like her or I would dress really like... I would put those like slacks on that she would wear with like the like oversized crew necks absolutely or i would dress really like inconspicuously but like actually very conspicuous yeah don't look at me kylie jenner with a giant neon <laughs> sign that says people look haven't at me. been noticing me the kylie, kylie mask the kylie mask <laughs> i would literally wear a sign that said like not princess diana as i walked around when everyone would be like you look so much like her and i'd be like what i'd carry a business card that explained everything Someone's like, are you Princess Diana? And I'm like, read the card. And then I would walk away. 
I wish, oh God, I want to be an enigma so bad. It's kind of embarrassing. If I was, if I was a celebrity and I faked my own death. Yes. I would have to come out later and be like, ha ha jokes. Cause I couldn't live. Like I would need everyone to know that I'm a fucking mastermind, you know? Absolutely. Got too much pride up in this big old noggin. So I would then went on the conspiracy subreddit. Good. And started looking into Princess Diana death conspiracies. As I am should. now fully convinced she was murdered. Um, <laughs> by the queen? By the queen? I don't know, but I don't know wh- whom's to buy. I, I, have, I have yet to watch season four of The Crown. <laughs> so I, I do not know. I don't know that much about Princess Diana. I don't know much about the royal family, period. But that yeah. period, like... I know the Spark Notes 101 version. Great. Apparently, okay, so Diana breaks up with, divorces Charles, and then she, like, fell in love with this guy, forget yes. his name, fell in love with, like, a guy, and he was Muslim. It was, like, something Lafayette. It was Muhammad, I thought it all, fi- I don't know. I I do not know what his name was. Why do I say things so boldly? <laughs> That sounds kind of familiar, though, but whatever. So she was about to marry this guy. She was about to marry this Muslim guy. Um, She wasn't engaged, but supposedly she wanted to marry him. People have theorized, in in order to marry a Muslim, you have to convert to Islam. Okay. I'm following. Princess Diana would have had to convert to Islam in order to marry this guy, unless she wanted to say, (laughs) fuck the rules. Um, As she should have. As she should have. Um... But then once William, you know, once Princess Elizabeth or once Queen Elizabeth dies, William is going to become king of England. Okay. And then the king's mother would be Muslim. And Okay, I'm following. The way the like Church of England works is like the king is kind of like their pope. So you can't have the pope's mom be Muslim is the theory. You can't have the pope's mom be Muslim. Yes, I am following. And so people are like, oh, the some someone with the royals family's interests in mind, whoever, you know, I don't know who that would be, um, like orchestrated her death. And then I just looked into like a bunch of details about the crash and stuff. And apparently the tunnel that she died in had 14 cameras and none of them saw what happened. <gasps> oh, conspiracy. Absolutely. None of them saw what happened. Um I also saw that apparently the tunnel that she that she died in was way back when the site of not the tunnel itself, but like that location was the okay. site of like sacrificial rituals where like people would be sacrificed like way back when, like some occult shit. Okay. And apparently the pillar she crashed into was the 13th pillar in the tunnel. Okay. And 13 has a lot of like associations with occult stuff. And then there were like photos from the crash. And apparently she like did not really look injured. And the person, the EMT who was like in the ambulance with her was like, yeah, she, it didn't seem that severe. And like, I was fully expect, like, he's like, I, the idea of her dying, like didn't enter my brain. Like it didn't seem like a possibility. And apparently the okay. ambulance went between eight and 20 miles per hour on the way to the hospital. It also okay. didn't go to the nearest hospital. It went to sus. 
one further away. Like they drove past one hospital. Sus. And she was embalmed. All right. While she was alive? No. <laughs> yes. Okay. She was embalmed after she died and they gave her a hysterectomy. Why? And people were like, was she pregnant with Muslim man's kid? Because then if she would, then the king would have had a Muslim sibling. IDK. I have some questions. I don't have answers, but hit me up. Okay. (laughs) What was, I have a fascination with famous car crash deaths. Always. They blow my mind. There's something so sickening and so fascinating. However, what was the cause? Like, what was the car crash? The supposedly the driver was drunk and crashed. Did they hit something? Okay, they crashed into the the 13th pillar of the tunnel. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I love cut breaks. What? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I watched too much Ugly Betty growing up. And I had like a sick fear that someone was going to cut my brakes, but also like a <laughs> fear that someone was going to cut my brakes. You know, like I kind of wanted it to happen for the drums, for the drama of it all. So every time you get would, in a car, you're like, what if someone cut my brakes? Whenever I get in the car, I like test my brakes. Oh, that's funny. I also don't really understand how cut brakes work, because for the most part, when you get in a car, you're usually like <laughs> parked. Or you have to like reverse out. I feel of like you would wouldn't, notice pretty quickly. Wouldn't you notice instantly that your brakes were cut and you, you would, would just like, like you'd like lightly roll into the car behind you? <laughs> that's I've always imagined that the day when my brakes get cut, I'm just gonna like back into another car and be like, oh, that's weird, and come yeah. away unscathed and be like, that's a pain in the ass. Someone cut my brakes. Oh, rats. But I hope it happens. Like it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Um. So that's all I have on Princess Diana is still alive. We'll get Come back, back to with more conspiracies for me next time because I, <laughs> I love hate a good conspiracy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Avril Lavigne one where it's like she was switched with a body double in like 2004? One of my favorites. I haven't looked into that one. An all time favorite of mine is Katy Perry is John Benet. If you have a conspiracy theory that has a crossover with John <laughs> Benet. Send it our way instantly. Oh I want to read. If you, oh, okay. Here's a nice little. Megan asked submission. me the other day. She's like, "What do you think happened?" She's like, "Do you know about Madeline McCann?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know about Madeline McCann." And she said, "What do you think happened?" And I'm like, "I believe she was kidnapped and trafficked and is now dead." <laughs> Unfortunately, it's really sad with some of those when it's like because you want it to be. That she's know, actually Lindsay Lohan, but like I'm, I don't think that is obviously the you case. like like. You want her to be alive. Her, uh, do you know about her eye, Madeline McCann's eye? No. She has this like very rare condition where like her like her right eye is super super distinct. Oh. And it's like so. You know it when you see it. <laughs> so you have like your pupil, and then uh-huh. you know the iris, and her iris is green, but it kind of looks like at the bottom, it looks like her pupil kind of like dripped down. So there's just kind of like a line of like that, that color. And it's really, really distinctive. So I'm like, if she was alive, I feel like we would know because of the eye. She lives among us with a glass eye. (laughs) If you see anyone with an eye patch. (laughs) It's Madeline McCann. (laughs) Stop them. (laughs) Madeline. (laughs) 
We highly encourage this, but no, yeah. seriously, <laughs> listeners, listen up. Now is your time to shine. If you have a favorite conspiracy, some sort of Princess Diana, John Benet, Madeline McCann, I want to hear it. Please submit it. DM us, text us in some way. I love hearing people's favorite conspiracies. If Do you not- have your own theory about something like that, if you have your own theory about John Benet, not the brother did it, not. I don't like not the standard stuff. If you have like a unique one, hit us up. If you have, because the brother did do like, it. <laughs> yeah. If you have, we saw him on Doctor Phil. <laughs> oh, okay. I have, a, I have a couple things. I have a couple things. If you have something similar to the owl theory from the staircase, yes. I want that. If it involves a bird, I'm interested. <laughs> I saw a TikTok recently, and he, oh god, what's the word for bird? Uh, uh, AV. Thank you. That one. If you have any avian uh, related conspiracy theories, I want them. Aviator? Aviation? Not aviator. That's like a Appalachian? pilot. Appalachian? <laughs> it's a pilot. Um, Give me Appalachian know. aviator conspiracy theories. In- no, I want weird <laughs> shit. I love conspiracy theories. List them off. And I don't want just like I'll come back next one week with, sentence. I'll come back next week with uh, with a conspiracy theory. My second thing? Is that I saw a TikTok recently. I'm scared to look into 9-11 conspiracy theories because they all have like right wing spins to it. Yeah, I'm not interested in that personally. (laughs) And also, this is going to sound so insensitive. It's like either way it happened. (laughs) I want the fun ones. 9-11's not fun, unfortunately. (laughs) Guys. We, we're only here to give hot takes, and 9-11 wasn't fun. No nuance November. 9-11, 9/11 wasn't, wasn't a fun, fun time. <laughs> it's the last day we can. Speaking of no but, nuance November, I'm getting much more into TikTok, like posting okay, myself. Continue. Really quickly. Yeah. Really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I saw a TikTok where someone was like, I have a theory about the John Bonet case. Her brother did it. And then like explained the whole situation i mean like she said it eloquently so like i appreciated that well it was it, but it, it was like, it was like this it was like guys wait i'm looking into john benet ramsey and i have a theory <laughs> i think the brother hey. did it they were eating pineapple and then he got mad and hit her in the head with a vase or whatever the fuck and then the parents came down and were like oh no can't ruin our perfect american family and i'm like yeah that's exactly what happened but also the, the logic of can't ruin our perfect American family. I'm like, well, you're already 90% of the way there. L- literally. Like, I was like, y'all are yeah. fucking delusional as hell. But there's a really good YouTube channel that's no longer uh, around. Um, it was part of the Young Turks network um, mm-hmm. hosted by Grace Baldridge, I think her name was. Anyways, it was called Murder with Friends. Oh, and, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's a YouTube channel. And they talk about like pretty much like the big like the if you're into true crime at all like you've probably heard of most of the cases they do and she she had a three-part episode on john benet and it's really really good so go check that out that's where i for actually first heard about john benet but seriously if you have like i really want yes i need all of you to send us your favorite conspiracy either if you want to look it up or if you want to just like write a little essay and tell us or the story if you have like, i love that a personal conspiracy theory like something about your life like not like this is how jfk was murdered but it's like no if you think if you like, are jfk reincarnated <laughs> if you're like i want to know my first grade teacher retired at the age of 40 and here's my theory please send it in 
Okay. Send it in. Okay. I'm getting more into posting my own TikToks. I've been yeah, really. Know. So never mind. Um, next up on the agenda, we have... <laughs> no, I want to hear about your TikToks. Tell me what you got to say. I think I'm much more comfortable podcasting because like people can't see me. No, literally, like when you make a TikTok, you're like staring at yourself. Mm-hmm. And my like, favorite hobby. The like the the fashion one that I spent two hours making last night to get 17 views. Like, <laughs> okay. I was just staring at myself for two hours and I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Can we talk about my little TikTok drama that I started? Oh, please. I made a TikTok that basically about how I, like when I started the job at Goodwill, I went into it with like, I'm not here to make friends. Like I'll have like work friends, whatever. Um, but I'm not here to like make lifelong pals i you're here have to, too many friends you're here to win well, like, i'm like it's a job i'm here to like work and further my career i've never gone into a job being like i want to make friends well this purely came from a point of i have too many friends and i already get stressed out fostering these relationships when I'm, i like so i was like i'm at capacity i've never had that issue it's a legitimate problem in my life <laughs> we know <laughs> constantly well like it's like i need to go to therapy for it like constantly feeling like a shitty friend because i can't we know. be there 24 7 for everyone <laughs> anyway the tiktok went something like that mm-hmm. me thinking like this is a job i'm not here to make friends i'm just here to work to me laying on the floor being sad because all of my coworkers are like best friends. And there's part of me that's like, oh, I want that. Whatever. It was not that deep. It was. Didn't no, I do it for you? It was a comment about being the new person at work and like feeling was, lightly left out. It was not, the not record, a dig. For the record, very funny TikTok, not problematic in any way. Not a dig at my, I love my coworkers for the record. I love my job. It was not that serious. However, and so many people were in the comments being like me, me at like being sad about it. And I was like, it's not that deep. Okay. It got almost 5,000 views and I had to just put it on private because I got stressed out after this one comment, lose that mentality. Life isn't about your job. Get to know good people in the process, have some jokes, and you'll never see them after I quit. Look, read my reply. Nick goes, girl, dot, 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 dot. It is a joke. My girl, <laughs> omen <laughs> underscore three comes back with, but that's the beautiful part. Unless you make a lifelong friend there, TBH, I hate a, in quotes, this is a job ass. Like, come on. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Not, neither of their comments were in the English language. <laughs> None followed then, normal <laughs> sentence construction. Also, I was drunk while this was happening, and I got so stressed out that I took it on. I put it on private because I was like, I'm just not doing this. Yeah. I commented back and said, dude, what? I like my coworkers. It's a joke about being the new guy. Question mark, question mark, question mark. It was too much. TikTok is overwhelming. Some <laughs> I people, just can't handle the fame. Some people take TikTok too seriously in the comments. I'm like, we're literally just here to laugh, period. The amount of people in the comments, too, who were like, I'm sorry, it'll get better. I'm like, it is not that deep. I am okay. It was a joke. Going back once more to To yourself, our best friend, Glam Demon 2004. Oh, queen. 
these people aren't ready to be operating guillotines. They see your TikTok and they're like, don't worry, queen. It'll get better. You're super valid. Like, XOXO. Like, shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was one comment on there that I was like, you get it. They said something like, me, like, I'm so new and I'm, like, too nervous to ask people to hang out. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's it's, it. That is the whole, that, that's it. And that's all of it. What's funny about the tech like good TikToks are supposed to be like moderately universally relatable. Yes. And like that's what yours or was. So niche that it, okay. That it makes sense to two people. What an incredible transition into the next thing on the agenda. <gasps> Survivor Brains Beauty Brawn. No. <laughs> <laughs> um I just wanted to I was Listening back to episode 12 this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Epi 12 Epi 12e. Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. And <laughs> I was just listening back, and I don't think we do this. And I think you especially did a good job, like, bringing this point up consistently. But I kind of wanted to just talk about it, I guess, in a more, like, meta sense in a way. Where cool, let's get I meta. Think, I think we... <laughs> let's get metaphysical. I think we... <laughs> You and let's I microdose and get metaphysical. Let's, let's microdose and get metaphysical. I think you and I. Our next podcast. <laughs> We're starting a second podcast. Big announcement. It's like a Finsta but a podcast. Bitch, this podcast is a fucking Finsta. <laughs> Nothing about this is real. This episode is a Finsta. Um, oh, God. I just wanted to like talk about it with you because I, I, you and I have. <laughs> We've like shared, we we've we've shared very like private <laughs> and vulnerable things on the podcast. Yes. I think it is fair to, in our twelve le- weeks of birthing this baby. Um, it's been we've a tw- been in labor for such a goddamn <laughs> long a 12, time. Twelve weeks of labor, um, but I just wanted to talk about it in like I guess not clarify, but I don't know. I just want to say like for example, last week when I was. talking about all that stuff and like what I went through my senior year of high school I wasn't doing it with the intention I wasn't trying to do it in like any like self-servey way or any sort of like look how special and unique or how funny my pain is or anything like that like I was doing it one because I think the podcast and that's what we do (laughs) (laughs) yes but one I think like my favorite type of humor is like kind of like dark humor um and i think the best dark humor is when you take something very dark from your life and you look back on it and you're able to like make a joke about it or laugh about it yeah and like that's what we're doing so i guess like that's the personal benefit for me but i think in a larger idea i would want people to listen to either that episode or like literally anything else we've talked about that felt vulnerable or whatever is because i feel like when you're talking about things that like people are usually ashamed of, it hopefully can like relieve some stress or make people feel like less alone in their situation. Yeah. Because I felt like with what I talked about last, uh, last week, um, senior year, I felt so alone and I was like, no one understands this and blah, blah, blah. And it was so like, yeah, I was like, I'm the only person in the world who's ever felt this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, you're fucking not shut up. So I 
wanted to put that out because I feel like people just don't really talk about it because it's clearly, as we learned from my diary, embarrassing and like you probably like when I think back to senior year and like all that stuff, like in the moment, like while I was going through it, like all of it was just wrapped up in so much shame. I was so like ashamed of all of it and like what Mm -hmm. I was feeling. And I was ashamed of like, I was ashamed of the shame. I was ashamed of like (laughs) what I wrote down. I was ashamed of what I was feeling of what I was thinking of how I was acting like all that shame. And like at this point in my life, I look back on it and I feel like no shame about it because I'm like, it's what it is. And we are growing and learning. But feeling shame about things. Shame is poo poo. Shame is one of the most like toxic things on the planet. It like more toxic than your ex. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm ashamed. (laughs) And I think I I just think think we need to like talk about moments that we have felt ashamed or shameful. We need to talk about it more, like not like us on the podcast. I think we're doing it plenty, but like just us at our (laughs) capacity. Yeah, just us as like human beings. We need to talk about things where that we're ashamed of because usually when we talk about it, when we talk about it together, like when I talk about it with you, maybe initially if I haven't talked about something before, I'll start talking about it with you and then I'll hear what I'm saying and I'm like, what am I talking about? I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think also if you're like far enough removed from it, like yeah, high school or like even things that happened a year ago. Yeah. Like when I don't waste your energy being ashamed of it, like when I think about something good or funny, 18 year old me going through that, like, as I said, I have like empathy for him and like, hope he's doing well, (laughs) but also like, it's just funny. It's like, oh my God, like I was 18 and I really thought like I was never going to, you know, like someone again or whatever. Like I was thinking all these happiness, incredibly melodramatic, overly yeah, melodramatic thoughts. And it's just silly. And I feel like we need to talk about it more. And also side note, like I think we need to talk about it more because I think when people feel like they are the only ones who have ever felt that experience or gone through that or whatever, I think they start, kind of making that a personality trait in a way. And it's like being single or heartbroken or having unrequited love. It's not a personality trait and it's kind of boring for everyone around you. And that's how I feel when I look back on how I acted around my friends senior year, when I look back on how I like acted around like those closest to me senior year, I'm like, why are they still friends with me? I would have been like, bye. Like, Holy crap. I was so annoying i would like go to my friend danny's house and i'd be like uh kyle and he'd be like sitting there playing minecraft like yep (laughs) (laughs) anything new and i'm like no and he's like maybe you should spend less time with him and i'm like but then i would be seeing less of him and he's like that's the point nick (laughs) yes sir yes fucking sir the interesting thing in my life is that I have similar situations that I went through that I can like relate on. But for the most part, when I was so obsessed with someone and it was like, I wanted to spend every second with them. Yeah. They didn't want to spend every second with me. Yep. So I barely saw them. Yeah. I at some point need to talk about my other coworker from Banana who I was disgustingly obsessed with in 2017 2018 because it's fucking embarrassing in the best way 
And boy, is it fun. So looking forward to that. We can save that for a later date because I found there. Oh, my God. I fully forgot that there was like a whole situation that happened with him at work where he like ended up getting written up, I think, over something that happened between us. And I found a video on my phone where it was like a fucking vlog that I sent to my friend who had used to work at Banana Mm -hmm. explaining the situation. And I rewatched it and I was like, girl, girl. Mm. But yeah, in in summary, (laughs) I just wanted to say like, you and I aren't trying to have like vulnerability Olympics or anything, (laughs) you know, like we're not trying to like. We're saving that for episode 100. (laughs) And we have a competition for who can be most vulnerable. Vulnerable. No, we're doing that when we start microdosing. <laughs> but yeah, like, we're gonna be I, so happy and vulnerable. Because I think, I think you can relate to this. There's a little bit of like a high or a rush being that vulnerable, and then going mm-hmm. to Anchor.fm and hitting post. Um, you know, like. Well, I don't do I th- that part, but yeah. I, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of a rush that goes with that, and I don't know. I've just been like kind of reflecting on it this week and i just want to say that like i'm not trying to do it in a yeah as i said not trying to do in a self-serving way i'm just doing it because i think the more niche and specific and um honest you can be about certain situations the more relatable it is absolutely i think if if we're trying to be it's relatable (laughs) please i think if i was trying to if i was talking about what happened what happened? Nothing happened. If I was trying to talk about me being batshit crazy for Kyle last week and I was like kind of vague about it and I didn't include some of the details of how I was feeling myself during that time, I feel like it would have been less relatable because it'd be like, all right, Nick had a crush on a guy. But I feel like when I say, when I'm like, hey, Claray, read my diary paragraph, people will be like, oh, okay. So other people do feel that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, and yeah, and also another side note, once more, I have zero hard feelings, animosity, literally nothing towards Kyle. <laughs> like he is a great guy. Yeah. I have hung out with him uh, several times since graduating high school. Literally nothing but uh uh, I want nothing but good things for him is what I'm trying to say, I guess. But yeah. Conspiracy theory. Nick actually wants to kill him. <laughs> Conspiracy. He's actually Princess Diana. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. His body is in my closet right now. It's symbolic. <laughs> um. Conspiracy theory. Kyle was murdered that night of the party. The Douglas fur. He actually got in the car and you killed Kyle and replaced him with a double. Don't fucking lie to us, Nick. I replaced him with Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Did you guys notice if you went to South that Kyle got a whole lot different when he came back from winter break senior year? Not the same guy. That's why. Something I forgot to mention last week, along with my story, which I think is just absolutely hilarious. Um, So back to senior year of high school at South, Mm -hmm. we there's drama one, drama two, and then there's drama three, four. So juniors and seniors are mingled together in drama three, four. Drama two is where the actual learning happens. And then drama three, four, there's like no learning. Um, It's mainly just talking about the ducks. (laughs) And we're just like, hey, we actually have work we need to do for our shows. Can we like get to it? And he's like, no, we're going to keep talking about Oregon Duck football. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Anyways, 
in the fall, we had to do for drama three, four, we just had to do like scenes. Um, mm-hmm. and our director randomly paired us together. Or it wasn't like he strategically paired us together. Did you get paired together with Kyle? No, we got paired together and to do a scene. And then I got paired with Haley, Kyle's girlfriend <gasps> to do a drama scene. Mm-hmm. And so then me and Haley go into our director's office and look at all the plays that he has. And we're just like looking for a scene, whatever, looking for one to do. And then we decide on what's the name of this play. It's a, it's <laughs> bless you. It's a rabbit hole. No, it's a da- It's a David Mamet play. Um, uh, it's a David Mamet play called uh, Oleana from 1992. Sounds good. And it is. A 1992 two-character play by David Mamet about the power struggle between a university professor and one of his female students who accuses him of sexual harassment and, by doing so, spoils his chances of being accorded tenure. So I'm playing a university professor and Haley, Uh and Haley is playing a student of his who is accusing him of sexual harassment. And it's a... it's. You know, it's David Mamet. It's a very good play. <laughs> also very ahead of its time. I didn't know it was 92. And the scene culminates in. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The scene col- I have no idea where this is going. The scene culminates so in the university professor literally attacks the student. Like physically. Yeah. Verbally. Like. charges at her and throws her on the ground and picks up a chair and is about to throw it on her. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. We can all relate. So little Nick, little 18-year-old Nick, is paired together with Haley, who... And you're like, fuck yeah, I get to kill her with a chair. (laughs) And then I can suck Kyle's big old dick. Who is dating Kyle and Mm -hmm. is then going to attack the girl who is dating Kyle. Uh huh. So we practice the scene, and I'm having a lot of trouble with it because I'm like, actually, I had to talk to the director about it. And I was like, I'm having a lot of trouble with the scene because, funny enough, I was like, this feels weirdly vulnerable, and like, I don't want to like go to this like weird dark place in front of people. And he was helpful, and he was like, he was like, I understand the fear, but you are not going to that place. The character is going to that place. Like it isn't like, sounds like you had some really great drama training at a young age. He's like, he's like, this isn't you. Like you are playing a character. And I was like, thank you. Quit bragging about South theater. Was that what I'm doing? It was a joke. I was like, cause I have a blind spot. (laughs) We know everyone who went, I'm, this is a personal attack. If you went through South Eugene high school theater program taught by beep, You have a personal blind spot and I'm here to point it out and drive a screwdriver through it. It's also the soft spot on your head. Like right here. It's only because I'm jealous. Okay, carry on. I'm like, I don't have a problem with jealousy unless you went to South Dakota High School. I want to kill you. Because the jealousy is coursing through my veins at all times. six years after graduation so i'm having a lot of trouble with the scene in rehearsal Uh and we're doing our best it was also just like kind of weird because we were like 
kind of friends through Kyle and like we already saw each other a bunch. So it was like weird to do the scene, whatever, you know how it goes and comes time to perform it in front of the class. And Mm -hmm. up until that point, I still, I'd gotten fairly close. still hadn't gone to a hundred. I'm also playing a straight guy, which is always scary. And oh yeah, that's worse than attacking someone. (laughs) (laughs) Lobotomies for all men. Um, so the scene comes and we're doing it. It's going well. Mm-hmm. And we get to the end right when he is about to charge. And I like some people black out. I like red out. Like my vision goes red. <laughs> I'm like, do you hear like a siren? Like, it's like, <laughs> I just feel like rage overcome my entire body. And I uh-huh. charge <laughs> at Haley. <laughs> Like a galloping so And I am so sorry to those of you listening to this podcast because you can't see the face I'm about to do, but this was her face. Oh, yes. Just You just have to describe it. This was her face. Okay. Like. Cowering in fear, wide eyes, a little shimmy backwards. And like her That's face is getting larger in my vision as I'm like charging at her. And she's like. You synesthesia fucker. It was. That, what? Like, and it tasted like sand. I said her. No, I'm getting closer to her. Her face gets bigger as you get closer, Claray. That's how the physical world works. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I like to blame. (laughs) You're like, you know how when you get closer to something, it gets bigger. And I'm like, like having synesthesia. (laughs) And I rage. Is that one of your weird synesthesia things? <laughs> Clary hears a knock at her door and it's me charging. <laughs> He's here. He's in the walls. <laughs> Guys, he's here. So I charge her. Her face. End the podcast after that. <laughs> have I have never seen fear like I did on her face. And, you know, there's a very specific way that you're supposed to do any sort of, like, stage combat, any sort of physicality like that. There's a specific uh-huh. way you're supposed to do it. Yeah, I'm familiar. I said, fuck protocol, <laughs> threw this bitch <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I was like... Did you <laughs> no, it wasn't actually that bad, but it was like... I think it it was more forceful than I actually intended. And then she hits the ground. I grab the chair. <laughs> grab the chair, holding it over her. Her face is fully, she's out of character. She's like, Nick is about to kill me. <laughs> me in the Denny's parking lot. This one goes out to Matt. You saw me in the Denny's parking lot. The look of fear in my face, similar to how Haley felt. And then, like, I'm holding the chair over my head, and then I just, like, let it, like, fall behind me. And then the scene ends, and everyone watching, Sophie was sitting there, just like. (laughs) And someone just goes. You were insane. And then Redacted goes, okay. And then we get our scores, and we got, like, all nines. 
And Haley was like, thanks. Now I have to go to therapy for other then reasons. We, no, then she and I laughed about it afterwards. She's like, oh my God, that was so scary. And I'm like, I am very sorry. Not really. No, I was. It's because I want to kill you. It's because I want to destroy you. Kidding. Um, but yeah, that was a hilarious story. I'm very glad Kyle wasn't there to actually see it. Um, oh yeah, he would have known instantly. (laughs) He would have been like, this man wants to fuck me. (laughs) That's the way to tell someone you want to fuck them. Just try to kill their girlfriend. (laughs) This is how much I love you. Okay. Honestly, Redacted knew what he was doing pairing us up. He's like, Nick loves Kyle. I'm going to pair him with Haley. They always do. Redacted is Jeff Probst. (laughs) And Dharma 3-4 was Tribal Council. I love unironically, or ironically, sorry. I get them confused because my whole life is kind of both. I, my whole life is like unironically ironic. I was Uh, about to say that. Good. Or is it ironically unironic? You tell me. The first one. I love saying, doing whatever with this one. Calling people this one is with a, fun, a, trigger. a ton of emojis. It's a what? It's a tr- Absolutely. That's why I do it. Specifically, actually, no, I was going to say straight couples, any couple, any gender. I, I, I agree. Get, get that shit out of here. Being like <laughs> beach day with this one. It's like regardless. She has a name. Of gender and sexual orientation. Chrysanthemum has a name. I'm going to slam my head into this wall. Do it. Chrysanthemum, are you listening? This is head slam corner. We give ourselves brain damage. Ah, together. (sighs) Okay, so Uh, Claray has joined me in my cult of Survivor. It's a great show. (laughs) We... Last, last week when I, last week when I was like, why are we not talking about Survivor more? And you're like, baby, I think we are. I think we're talking about it just enough. No, we're, we're not. not. We're not. We're not talking we're about really, Survivor. We're simply enough. not. It's reality TV. It, they should all other reality TV should stop because this show has perfected reality TV. This show <laughs> is messy. It's hysterical. Messy to the nth degree. It is messy in the best way. It is. This okay, I just say. I think this, after this, this specific episode, like episode one and two, I guess we're gonna talk about both. It's it's so much messier than the season I watched. Like this, I'm okay. like, I'm like, these people are crazy. <laughs> like the season I watched, at least it was like experienced players. These people, like, okay, the girl, the girl on Beauty Tribe wearing a denim jacket. Why would you bring a denim jacket to that island? She's wearing a dress. She's wearing a little denim dress. Are you talking about the same one? The blonde one? Yes, the blonde one. Okay. Denisha? What's her name? It's some weird Kentucky name. Oh, it's like... It's... I've never heard... Tesha or something. There's like a D and an F or... I don't know. Anyways, I think it's... Survivor. It's like Tefra. It's weird. Anyway. Survivor. Season season 28. 28. Beauty versus brawn versus versus brains. brains. Okay, tag, tag yourself. yourself. Which tribe? Which tribe? <laughs> which tribe would you be on? Okay, unfortunately, I would be on beauty, and I would have been voted off first. <laughs> <laughs> what tribe would I have or, been on? I could see you on brawn or brains. Oh my god, <laughs> say it again. You're smart, and they would have been like <laughs> brains, but like I feel like you are physically like <laughs> commanding. <well off. laughs> You really command a room with your physical body. 
You walk into a room with that centaur ass. You're like, Nick also has a body. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Nick has a physical form. Therefore, I think he's on the Mm -hmm. brawn tribe. You're not wrong. Okay, so I wrote down. I think first we should just like go through each tribe and kind of describe them. Okay. Okay. What year was this film? 2014. I need to know. I wrote specifically. It feels 2014. I disagree because I said these outfits are so 2010, I'm ill. Maybe it is 2014 and I'm just remembering because I guess in 2014, I was very like Tumblr 2014. So I wasn't paying attention to the losers, but holy fuck, 2014. Yeah, let's let's explain each tribe. Okay, so the beauty tribe. So first off, me and Claire are Morgan and Bryce. Just keep that in mind. (laughs) Just keep that in mind while you're listening. Claire's Morgan. I'm Bryce. Okay, and speaking of I, Bryce, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, get, I might get hate from this from Bryce fans. Why is he on the beauty tribe? Well, I wrote why, down. Why is Bryce on the, the beauties? Ain't that hot? Why is the most of them are pretty average? Why is Bryce on the beauty tribe and Garrett is on the brain tribe? I feel like that should have been flipped. I also think we'll get back Jatia to from the um, brains. I think she's hot. I feel like Jatia should be on the stupid tribe. We'll get back to her. <laughs> I love her. I love Jatia. I love her energy. It's I, I messy. Love, it's chaotic. I'm here for it. I love watching. I love that she's on the show. I do not like her as a person. <laughs> like, I'm very happy she's there, though. Anyways, okay. okay. Beauty versus I, brains. My first note is so fucking funny. Go, 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 just, go, go, go. You got to explain the brawn tribe before I read it. I'm not done with the beauty tribe. I know. Oh, wait. Yes, I am. I just said they're exactly what you expect. They're like all the girls, 20? all the girls are like, I was an NFL cheerleader and usually guys do what I want them to do. And it's like, okay, not to sound because I do kind of appreciate this. Not to, and slut not shame. to sound like a, I support all forms of like body modification, plastic surgery, injections, fillers. Okay. I myself would like some work done at some point. I think that'd be good for you. This show is it. It's like pre- Kylie Jenner lip filler. I heard what you said. And it's pre like, like the girls are, they're pretty. Like it was mean of me to say the beauties aren't that hot, but they're not like, it's not like, it's not They're soup. thin plucked eyebrows. Yeah. And like they one of them like, has a little bit of a tummy. And I was like, Oh, she should hate herself. I'm just kidding. Morgan, not Morgan. The other dark haired one. I do. But I literally all. can't even imagine who the, there what are she looks three like. girls. I know there's Morgan. No, 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 no. I know okay. there's a third one. I, I'm like, it's you, that one. She hasn't done anything. They're all pretty, but it was like interesting to see the like standard of like I American why... apple pie beauty before this like wave of filler and Botox like really hit, which I would say was like 2015, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I And like, I support both sides. If you don't want that, do you. And if you do, it's your body. absolutely do you. You do you. Um, I just want to say just interesting. the blonde country guy who's a model. What about him? I think he's cute. I think the horse trainer is also like, he's like a handsome guy. But also, he's a horse trainer. He could get it, but I would, like, like hate fuck him. Now the brawn tribe. Okay, so, first note. Truly, honestly, ACAB. I wrote... Okay, okay, two things, two things. Oh, my God. The, two of them are cops. Okay. One is a lady cop. The other one... One's a girl is cop. Is a dude cop. <laughs> <laughs> She's a girl boss. The other one... 
is so obviously a cop that it is just disturbing. He's a caricature. <sighs> okay. Whenever people go on reality TV and they're like, I think the fact that I'm an accountant is going to get me ahead. So I'm going to lie and say that I'm a grave digger instead or whatever. That's the energy this cop comes in with. He's like, I don't want them to know I'm a cop. L- literally. Please, please say you wrote this down. He oh lies about being a cop to the other cop. She, Cause she's like, I have a cop dar. I can tell when people are cops. She's like some people and have gay dar. I have cop dar. I see and a I cop. Like, I, I have both. I know there's a cop and I'm like, you're okay. Keep going. I have so much to say too. Immediately after he lies to her and tells her he's not a cop. He's like, I'm not a cop. Why would you say I'm a cop? I'm not a cop. They're in a they're in a challenge, and the host Jeff says something, and he literally goes, "Thank you, sir." And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking right. You are so obviously a cop. You are you reek of being a cop." I also wrote down, "No cops at Pride, just on Survivor." No cops at Pride except for Tony. <laughs> okay. Uh, These two. Yeah, go off. Are. So irritating. This season is full of irritating people. The Braun tribe is my favorite for Cliff and Wu and them only. Oh, his name's Wu? Okay, cool. Wu? I would let Wu and Cliff Eiffel Tower me into the next century. Which one's I love them both. The basketball player. Mm, okay, yeah. I love him. His energy he's is nice. good. He's, he's, he's just... very, he's sweet. He's a sweet guy. You know, he seems nice. Um, But, okay, back to, back to the cops. Okay, what's the girl cop's name? Don't know, don't care. Di- Girl cop. <laughs> Princess, Girl Di- Princess Diana. <laughs> Princess Diana. Princess Diana faked, was replaced by she a girl faked, cop. She faked her own death and became a girl boss cop in Kansas. So just to go on Survivor. This woman is immediately like, us cops gotta stick together. And like these people, okay, this is like a larger commentary on police of the United States. Spill the tea, sis. It is not. It is not a secret club. It, it You are not better than anyone because you're a cop. In fact, you're probably worse. <laughs> I, All I, cops are bastards, especially Tony and Girlboss. These are the first ones that we got to eat. Like, I... Right off the bat. <laughs> when he is... He's acting as if he solved world hunger by like over policing black communities. Like there is a part. He is okay. So full of himself. They think they're God's gift to earth and that like they're real fucking special. And he's like, I can't tell anyone I'm a cop. Cause then they're going to think I'm like super intelligent and strategic. And I'm like, no one's going to think that no one's going to. Yeah. Think I'm like, all. if I found out someone on my team was a cop, I'd be like, Oh cool. I'm going to take them to the end. Cause no one's going to vote for them. He's also low-key a short king which makes the whole thing better do you remember the part where they were like trying to tip water out of the boat oh, yeah. and he's standing next to okay cliff is also like extra like tall seven he's a basketball feet. He's like player seven feet tall. <laughs> but he is like seven feet tall and the cop is like four feet tall and like cliff's ripped and like got a nice body like athlete and this cop has like a big old beer belly he looks like such a fucking doofus next to hot sexy cliff dip dumping water out of I their can't boat it's so fucking funny when you think of like an east coast cop this is who comes to your mind this is like he's got a big like tribal tattoo on his shoulder that's what, why do they problematic all, why do they all have that tattoo 
What is? What does it mean to you? Like if I asked him, like what does this mean to you? What the fuck would he say? Girl boss is acting like she's like cops gotta stick together and we gotta like. Oh my god, I I truly cannot say enough bad things about this. But I'm just gonna move on. Also on Braun Tribe, white dreadlocks. Yeah, she's gotta go. I feel like I wrote that down. And it's not like a little bit of dreadlocks. It is like 15 pounds of white dreadlocks. They're black and red. It is insane. Like she's a big Portland Trailblazers fan. Truly. No, but like. And she's like so stoked that Cliff is there. Cause she's like, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> he played for the Trailblazers. She. Yeah. Just like by virtue of having those dreadlocks irritating don't like her gotta go has to go i and want i want woo to win i do too i want woo or cliff they're the only yeah. ones i care about i want them to win hand in hand together and then share a passionate kiss okay that's all i got for Braun because i saved brains for well, last because we have so much to say. there's cass we didn't talk about cass which one's cass is that her name no, 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 trish. no, no, no. trish the the older lady did you hear when they called her malnutrish because she's like emaciated no she's not She's just got like horse teeth and a skinny face. She's and, like she's just skinny, but she's, she's in good shape. Yeah, she she's looks not, like she just works out a lot, and eats a lot of buckwheat. Anyway, she's weird. That's all. Okay, brains. Let's get it. When okay. brains where, first arrive, where to begin? I'll where begin. To begin. When they get there, they're all standing in their three little separate groups. Tri- and tribes. Our host, also known as tribes. I really don't like using that word. It just feels wrong. It feels bad. We're allowed to. It's their word. <laughs> Survivor culture. We can say tribe. It's the fine. Brains tribe. Yes. Well, they also have like Multiple some. Multiple of them. Multiple of them some are wearing name. blazers. They are on a fucking island in a fucking jungle. They know what show they're playing. They, they know they, where they are. This wasn't not a like, secret. They weren't kidnapped. <laughs> it wasn't like Jeff Probst grabbed them in the night and took them to Cagayan. They know they're going to a tropical island to live for 39 days and compete and they were like, athletically. I'm picking my best blazer and shorts combination. So then they look so stupid. Clarice talking specifically about David, owner of the Miami Dolphins, <sighs> which is a I'm ready to throat punch him. Baseball if team? I saw him on the streets, I would on site, him on site. to death. If, I, if I hate that man. If I ever see him on the street. On site. I'm going to fuck his shit up. Also, I think right off the bat, I would like to just address far too many lizards. Far too many lizards, snakes. Why is all the B-roll on this show? Snakes. <laughs> snakes like. <laughs> snakes on a branch being like, hello. <laughs> lizards crawling out of the water. I'm like, I'm going to be sick. I had a dream about a spider last night, actually, and I had a panic Good. attack in my dream. Good. I ran away and I was like. <gasps> Good. Anyways. Do you want to talk more about the brains? brains? Okay, so we have David, owner of the Miami Dolphins, which is a baseball team, maybe? Football? Basketball? No, no that's heat. Miami heat. It's not, bas- it's not baseball. I know that's for sure. Miami Dolphins don't play baseball. Dolphins. I'm going with it's a rugby team. It's a football team. Same thing. It's a football team. So he's the owner of the football team. and uh, American football or football? Football. And okay, cool. Jeff, our host Jeff, immediately is like, all right, tribes, pick a leader. And they're like, 
you. And then David gets picked as the leader of the Brains tribe. And then the leader has to pick the weakest. The other two teams do a little like, uh, uh, this is super awkward. Um, you, I guess. David, my man, David. He says him right there. Garrett, this man right here. (laughs) The man with the 12 pack. (laughs) Let's do a reenactment. I'll play Jeff. Okay. Who am I playing? David. You're playing David. Okay. Are you ready? Do you need a moment? I know I'm I'm in character. Okay, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) He is also a short king. Yes. David, who do you think is the weakest? This one right here, Garrett, this man. (laughs) Doesn't even let Jeff finish his fucking sentence. No. He is like ready to go. He's like, I'm going to assert dominance over this like island. Six foot, six foot jacked dude. This guy is ridiculously ripped. It's I wrote crazy. Garrett dot 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 more like gay rit. We'll get, we'll, we'll, get back. Like, we'll get back to Garrett real quick. Hold on. He picks Garrett. He picks Garrett as the weakest. And so... Then the three weakest people from their respective tribes get on a helicopter and get to go to their camps early. And when they get to camp, they have to choose between taking a hidden immunity idol clue or choosing something that's going to help their tribe, like, I don't know, a tarp or fishing or rice or whatever. And Garrett is like, fuck my tribe and fuck David. Like, he picked me. And also, like, my thing is that I wouldn't, if someone was like, yeah, I'm going to say he's the weakest. And then I got to go to camp early and potentially get a hidden immunity idol. When my tribe arrived, I would act so nice to them. Why, why was he offended? It's not a bit, it's, it's not that deep Garrett. In all of the little like confessional shots where they're just like talking, David is posed up like a goddamn swimsuit model. Why? You mean Garrett? And he's like, Oh yeah, that's what I'm I was sorry. Like, I don't think he's <laughs> straight up like, let me flex my abs, make sure my pecs are showing, and these arm muscles. And he's like, David's an asshole. And I, it, truly, like they posed him and oiled him up, yeah. and then we're like, now speak. Also, like, whose job is that? Are you taking applications? <laughs> uh- <laughs> Nick, you want to go no. to the jungle and oil the Survivor contestants between confessional shots? Nick doesn't even want to be like a cameraman or a no, writer for this show. No. He wants to be the oiler. Girl, this show, this show doesn't need writers. <laughs> this show writes itself. This show needs Jeff to stir the goddamn pot. Jeff is, in terms of reality, competition, He stirs hosts, the pot. He is unfiltered. Like, oh, yeah. most of the time, whenever, like on Big Brother, it for took example, him a long, someone, It took him a long time to get to that point of, like, feeling comfortable, like acting that way at tribal council because like for a long time he's like okay guys um wait simmer down (laughs) okay but like thinking about like the bachelor when Mm -hmm. people are having messy ass fights fucking john harris is that his name i've never watched the bachelor i forget his name the the fucking host dude is literally just like "Uh uh-huh you feel that way all right have you told him it's like super removed it's just like Jeff is like, yeah. I am going to insert myself. Why the fuck did you do that? I love him. I love him. He's like, Messy so Gary, David picked you as the weakest. How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel like a small little man? Little bitch boy? Make you feel like you got a tiny little penis? Why is Garrett not on either brawn or beauty? He's very stupid. He shouldn't be on brains. No. everyone. Brains are all pretty goddamn everyone dumb. Everyone on brains, very stupid. Surprisingly stupid. I would stupid. argue... 
I'm going to say something controversial. Fuck me up. I think it's because real smart people don't, don't go, go on, on reality yeah. TV. Yeah. Period. But also Garrett's, Whenever, I mean, Garrett's qualification for being a smart person was like playing high limit he's a poker, poker player. And it's like, I'm going to put or you like, on brawn. <laughs> like I had a theory. I actually had a theory that they put someone from beauty on brawn, someone from brawn on be- brains and someone from oh. brains on beauty. I had a theory that like Bryce is on beauty, but he's actually going to be on brains and they're going to like do a switch at some point. I had that theory. I don't think that's actually going to happen. Um, that was smart. But I had that thought because I'm like, I feel like one person from each tribe should be on a different one. Anyways, I agree completely. Garrett is deeply in the closet and is trying to hide it with his body. There's a part where he's like trying to make 4% body fat. (laughs) He's trying to make an alliance with two other people. And like, they're sitting on this like beach. Essentially this man comes over and lays on his stomach. Like he's writing in his diary in a Taylor Swift music video. Like, and he's like, I'm not gay. Love him. He never said that. He also didn't actively say, I am a homosexual and I love to suck cock. So I'm taking that as a. Yeah. So then we whatever. also have Spencer on brains and Spencer is like a simple little Mormon, simple little white boy who like went to MIT or something. The cop who has a cop dar. I have a Mormon dar and that boy smells Mormon. He had Mormon vibes. Ryan also said something really funny while we were watching last night. He was like, Spencer seems like like he looks physically like he found out he was going on survivor so yep. he worked out really hard for like two months and was like okay this is the best it's gonna get what an incredible he's like white boy fit what an incredible observation yeah but then he, then he stands next to garrett and you're like oh <laughs> garrett works out four hours a day and plays poker that's his entire life that's it spencer reads the bible and then for the last two months before the, the show aired he went to the gym <laughs> Same thing. It's actually different. Um, so the lawyer mom, what's her name? Cash. 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 <laughs> Our mom, Cash I Money. Wrote, so lawyer mom. I wrote it right about her. The first thing she says is people are going to underestimate me because I'm a mom, but I'm actually ruthless. No, she's not. She's the most passive player so ever. Bad. It's incredible. She makes no decisions for herself. It's kind of hilarious and she's annoying truly yeah i wrote cast can eat a dick and that's about all i have to say about her not jatia jatia who's the other one what's her name tasha tasha i like her i guess i like her i don't love her i don't feel the same way about her that i feel about cliff and woo you don't want Tash to rail you under the waterfall. I don't, I don't care about <laughs> Tasha. Dude, if we went on Sur- Tower, if we went on Survivor, it would literally be us just trying to fuck everyone. We'd be like, "Hey, do you want to go get water with me?" And then I'm like, "Okay, here's a <laughs> little secret about me. Yes, that when I was single, I used to be like constantly on a quest for sex. Incredible sex quest. I play this game now as an adult." not as an adult, as a person in a relationship, whenever I go to like a gathering with people I don't know, or like a party, I guess it's not a thing anymore. But back in the day, I play this game of when I was single, who would I have gone home with tonight? And I always have to play that in my brain, like at your birthday party. (laughs) There's an answer that I won't be sharing. If you were at that party, you can guess watching this show the whole time. I'm like, Hmm, who would I have been trying to have sex with in the woods? (laughs) Woo cliff Garrett. I'd probably settle for Spencer. 
Yeah, there's pretty much. I would have hate fucked the horse trainer. <laughs> Trish. Oh, LG. Girl. None of the women on this show are doing it for me. Yeah. Um, this is a rare example of when I would have mainly been more attracted to the men than the women. Yeah. Um. So what happens next, Nick? Well, we need to talk about Jatia. I wrote down JT. <laughs> I wrote Jatia, heart, heart, bossy bitch of my dreams. I wrote Jatia or whatever is fucking insane and really stupid. So immediately Brains Tribe gets there and they're like, we need to build a shelter, which I'm not going to say it's easy. I've never been on Survivor. However, However it's even not. Even the beauty tribe was able to do it. It's not nuclear physics. And then Jatia comes in and says, I'm a nuclear physicist. Engineer, engineer. That is important. Because later at the tribal council, David's like, Jatia said she's a nuclear physicist. And she's like, nuclear engineer. She's like, literally did not say that. So, she does. It's so messy. I so, love every second of so it. So Jatia comes in and is like, I'm a nuclear engineer, so I know how to build a shelter on Survivor. And I'm like, make it make sense, girl. Um, so then she just stands around and tells everyone, like, put that piece of bamboo there. Put that there. And it it doesn't Strong. go well. It doesn't it go well. It was like looking in a mirror. It doesn't go well. The shelter immediately collapses. <laughs> can't stress enough how much like looking in a mirror that whole thing was it was like the girl being a bossy fucking cunt and then it not working looking at garrett i'm like this is like a mirror speaking of which i wrote down there is a part where garrett is like i'm not having fun i oh my god that was so annoying he said something about like how his dream is to have his chicken brought to him at the table and I said, that's big Nick energy with your dream meal being boiled broccoli, carrots, and lamb. That's an inside joke. Yeah, when he's talking about, he's like, well, at the casino, like, you have hot waitresses because I'm attracted to women. You have them bringing you food. It's like in their wet ass pussies or whatever. You know, I love pounding pussy. Yeah, and I'm like, sure you do, Garrett. You love pounding pussy Garrett when no it's asked. a man's anus. <laughs> 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 like Garrett loves pounding pussy when it's his anus getting pounded. <laughs> you just know that whatever girlfriend, whatever girlfriend he had in the past left that relationship feeling confused. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. So Jatia is really bossy and then they get to the, the first immunity challenge and I forget what it is, but Jatia once again, very bossy and Oh, it's the the wheelbarrow you thing. The get cart. a cart. You have to get the like unlock these treasure chests. Build a puzzle. You can't explain it using audio. It's insane. But yeah, what Clarice said. And <laughs> brains. It's a complicated way of building a puzzle. Yeah, that's what all challenges on Survivor are. It's like do overly complicated thing to then build a puzzle. <laughs> and. The Brains Tribe, I've actually never seen a tribe fail that hard at a challenge. It was pathetic. They were fucking up. It was hilarious. Um, and then they're like, all right, well, date, well, David says, Jatia's really annoying and was bossy at camp, so let's vote her out. And everyone's like, yeah, David, for sure. And then everyone in secret is like, actually, let's vote David because he's... <laughs> 
more annoying. And then David. And that tribal council is the beginning of the messiness that I hope the rest of this season is. It, it will simply just get messier. Also, David sits down who fa- and he's who, like, well, fucking. What? Sorry, who on beauty has a hidden immunity idol? What, did Garrett have one? Jay, on beauty? Garrett is not on beauty. Oh, on brains. I'm sorry. On brains. Morgan looked for it, couldn't find it. No, and then brains. I think in episode two. Oh, brains. Sorry. Brains and brains. Yes. Garrett has a hidden immunity idol. Okay. Garrett has hidden immunity idol on brawn. The cop has a hidden immunity Co- idol. Or, yeah, the cop. Tony. Tony. And on beauty. JT. The horse trainer. TJ. L- JT. LJ. What? Whatever. Some acronym. Which, which, PJ. Blowjob. L- LJ isn't a name. It's not. It's really not. Can you imagine if I asked people to call me NC? I wouldn't be for your friend. I And I would forgive you. And you're like, I wouldn't apologize. They sit down at this fucking tribal council and David is immediately running his goddamn mouth about how Jatia, the, also worth mentioning, her name is spelled J apostrophe T-I-A. My man David sits down and immediately starts running his goddamn mouth about Jatia. I would, I would do my best to not speak at tribal council. <laughs> Shut up. Like, truly don't talk. I know, I know, like, you have to talk <laughs> to a degree, but I would just be like... Yeah, I like everyone. Like, you know, it's been hard, but whatever. Like, we'll get through it. Be neutral. Why does everyone insist on coming into a reality competition (laughs) and being like, I'm going to be difficult? But he starts incorrectly describing. Everyone walks in and is like, like, yeah, I have a problem with that one right there. Come on, guys. And I'm like, you are putting a. Just lie about it. You are putting a target on your back. (sighs) Okay, but he comes in to tribal council and starts running his mouth about Jatia and saying she's a nuclear physicist and like not what her job is. And she cuts him off at one point and is like, that's not true. I'm a nuclear engineer. Which it was so good. How is she a nuclear engineer? I guess some people are like really smart at one thing. Cause this girl is so dumb. So in this tribal council, everyone then goes and votes. (laughs) There are, how many people are in this tribe? Uh, six, six per tribe. Okay. There are, Two votes for Jatia, and it shows them something Brian pointed out was funny too. Yeah. When they cast their vote, they write it with literally a sharpie that has been shoved into a piece of wood. Oh yeah. To look like a like primitive writing it's, implement, it's, but it's literally a sharpie in a hollowed out stick. It is. Please watch the show, guys. It is so funny. It's so fucking good. <laughs> the My mi- man, when I, David. When I told you to imagine tribal council without music. Because the music is half of Tribal Council. It's like... And then, like, someone says something and it's like... Like, the reality TV sounds, but if you just take it out and it's everyone just like... During the first or the... I think it's the second Tribal Council. It is pouring down rain. And it is obvious that they have been filming this for, like, hours. Because as it goes on, the, I mean, it's like a five-minute part of the show. But they go from being, like, Drenched. damp to, like, sopping wet. It is so fucking funny. <gasps> David, my favorite part of the show so far, David spells Jatia's name wrong when he votes around. He spells it like the French spelling of... It's like... Like he's trying J-E to say e in French, apostrophe. I'm Tia. He writes J-E, two words, J-E, Tia. 
Jatia. Oh, I'm like, je suis Tia? Je suis Tia? Well, that makes me laugh because I'm like, you, I guess you never tell people how to spell your name. I wonder how people will vote me out. <laughs> It'd be voting out like C-L-A-I-R-E. You would fight it. Chloe would fight it. She'd be like, that's not me. Who is that? Can't go home. That's a different person. Never met her. What if you refused to leave? Chloe's like, you can take me home with my cold dead ass. No, like it is time to put your fire on. I'm like, <laughs> you run away. You light it on fire. That's big Jatia. I like the island on fire. Yeah. We're crazy. Two votes for Jatia. Mm-hmm. From and four votes from David and Spencer, <laughs> I think. Right. David and Cass. David and Cass vote for Jatia. Uh huh. And then everyone else votes out. Mr. David. He doesn't see it coming. David. He's blindsided. <laughs> David is the first to leave the island. Which, thank God, because this guy was like, I'm playing the he he literally said out loud, I'm playing the long game. Like, and I'm like, don't keep it to yourself. I'm like, literally, not not everything. Most things don't need to be said aloud. Even if the writers were feeding me that shit, I would be like, no. They're like, say you're playing the long game. And I'd be like, I'm playing the short game. So episode one had two tribal councils. Brains loses again. And it's once again, (laughs) this time it's fully Jatia's fault. Because they had a monumental lead. And then Jatia's like, I'm a nuclear engineer. I can do puzzles. Jatia is incapable of getting more than one piece correct in this puzzle. Sis really fucked it up. So she really fucked it up. It looked easy. Right. I was like, this isn't that hard. Also, at this point, nothing interesting happened with the other tribes. Nothing worth noting besides, besides the cops. Besides, like, we hate the rubbing cops. Their dicks together. We hate the cops, and the beauty tribe is is boring. They're exactly how you expect. They're like, it's so cold, oh. and I'm like, yeah, you're on Survivor. You came on this show, I'm like you are on Survivor. So then, so then, Jatia, they have Jatia this, loses it. Jatia fucks up the competition. They go back to camp, and Garrett, my ripped husband sits down at camp and is like, all right, guys, let's just talk about it in the open. Um, Jatia, who else is feeling Jatia? And Jatia's like, I'm not feeling myself. And then my girl Tasha is like, um, can we have private conversations? And Garrett refuses. Garrett will not let anyone leave and speak alone. I, okay. But Tasha's like, before we continue with what happened for the record, Okay, blanket statement, I don't like Garrett. But for the record, I do think that's an interesting way to play. And It was an interesting standpoint. I thought her reaction of like, well, can we talk in private, please? I'm like, that's sus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't be sus. No. So I kind of like the idea of like changing the way the game's played. Because she was very like, have you ever even seen Survivor? And it's like, no one's forcing you to do it the way everyone's been doing it all 27 previous seasons. He was on to something. However, he forbids anyone from speaking alone. So then my girls Cass and Tasha are like, they're, we're going to go wash our shoes in the in They the were ocean. like washing their Harmless. feet. They were like, we, they were like we are we're dirty. Gonna just like, <laughs> so then Crazy Garrett is like, no, 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 they can't be alone. And Spencer. Runs over to them. And Spencer. Yeah. They were freaking out. So they... Leave Jatia. The one they're voting alone. out. The one they know is like low-key bananas. And also not super good at puzzles. 
They leave her alone and then go in the one who's crazy and also she's not good at puzzles. Those are her two character traits. Yes. Bad shit crazy, bad at puzzles. They leave her alone at camp and run over to the two washing their feet in the ocean and are like, we can't leave you alone. So while everyone has left Jatia alone, Good Sis goes batshit and dumps pretty much all of their rice into the fucking fire. Like, as she, she even said it herself, like a mental patient. Okay, everyone, imagine me. I'm holding a large basket in my hand. I take the basket and I flip it upside down into the fire. And I say, <laughs> bye, rice. I'm like, y'all, <laughs> it had big, like, I didn't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all ain't go sleep because of me. It was that energy. <laughs> big Her time. Her confessional talking about it was so fucking funny. Did you see that part where she was like, yes, where she was like, this is what happens when you leave a mental patient alone. And I was like, good for you. She knows who she is. And we love that. So then they, everyone comes back to camp and they're like, wait, what is that in the fire? And she's like, I don't know. I can't see. Yeah. They're like, who threw the rice in the fire? And she's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, we've all been gone. And she's like, I guess it was me. And it's like, Okay, way to like seal your fate. Way to be like, I'm going to get voted out. I'm not even going to attempt to change people's minds. I am Honestly, simply funny though. Like, hilarious. If you vote me out, I'm going to fuck you over. So like you have a rough rest of the season. Now you don't have any food fuckers. I like it. Personally, I think it is crazy in a good way. I For my own personal reality TV enjoyment, big fan, crazy energy. If I was like, so then, if I was like a producer on the show or someone behind the scenes, I would very much consider just disqualifying her because I feel like that could be considered like a hazard. Yeah, Loki. Um, which is I thought that was going to happen. I thought Jeff was going to find out that she threw the rice into the fire, and he was like, "Okay, so you're disqualified. Go back to camp, guys. Here's another bucket of rice." That's what I kind of same, but I think they were like, this is fun. Let's but then Jeff was like, hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Jeff was like, pause. Jeff was like, um. The Wranglers were about to take her away. <laughs> Jeff was like, um. And Jeff was like, pause. Um. <laughs> this show was also hosted by Nick's father, not the cosplayer Jeff. What if it was hosted by little Jeff? <laughs> I wish it was hosted by your dad, personally. That'd oh my God. My dad would do, so, my dad would do well on Survivor. This is something I didn't know. (laughs) When you have a hidden immunity idol, Mm -hmm. you have to play it before the voting starts. So tensions are high. No, 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 no. You play it after people have voted before they are read. No. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Okay. Because that's what happens with the. Yeah, that's what. That's how it works. He he okay. he grabs the, so, the bucket of votes and he's like, if anyone has a hidden immunity, I'll play it now. And it's like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought it was before the voting, which seemed weird to me. No, it's after. Okay. Um, and then whoever is the sec- so, second highest gets voted out. The vote. Okay. They're in their discussion. The rain is pouring down. Tribal council too. It's becoming clear <laughs> that there's a bunch of alliances going on and shit is whack. And everyone starts to like turn on Garrett. Because Garrett keeps running his mouth he's like well jatia like he he just went too hard on her if Mm -hmm. he had kept his mouth shut everyone would have been like yeah she's crazy we're not gonna have her around let's vote her out but it also becomes clear that garrett and spencer are together and 
the other one and Jatia are sexually. <laughs> and, and Cass is like, what about me? So then they vote. And at this point, everyone is thinking, okay, Garrett is going to play the hidden immunity idol he has because that is the smart thing to do in this situation. He should be kind of concerned for his safety. By the end of tribal council, like when people go to vote, if I was Garrett, I would have been like, mm, the vibes are off. The vibes are very off and the vibes are aimed at you, yeah. sir. Jeff Curl says, everyone play your hidden immunity idols if you have them. Silence. And I was like, hmm, interesting. He's really saving this for a rainy day. And it was pouring. And it was pouring. Whatever. So then... Two votes for Jatia. Four votes <laughs> for Garrett. No, three. Garrett. Three votes for Garrett. There are only five feet. Oh, you're five right. David's gone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> three votes for Garrett. Garrett is asked to leave. And in his final, like, confessional, this man is like, I forgot my hidden immunity idol at home. I really fucked up. He forgot it at camp. What a loser. Deserve to go. Just absolutely. Episode two. Was there anything we need to talk about in episode two? Nothing I feel like happened, not. but beauty got sent to tribal council and pretty much the alliance is Morgan and Bryce. And Bryce is like very flamboyant just for picture me and Nick. Picture. That's all you need to see. <laughs> he was almost as gay as I am. Um, <laughs> no, this guy was really fucking Close. gay. Um, so Bryce and Morgan are like, an alliance and then the other four are i guess an alliance that seems to be the vibe and mm-hmm. there are people playing both sides the the male model is playing both sides there's a lot of cross-pollination yes. in these alliances they get to tribal council and bryce is like mm, i think i'm gonna vote for her right there and then jeff is like oh wow so you're just laying your cards out on the table he's like yeah because we're all in agreement she's gonna go home voting comes Third person, vote out of Survivor, Kageyan, well, Bryce. <laughs> first, there's a three-way tie. Uh, true. Yeah. And there's three votes for, two votes for Morgan, two votes for Bryce, and two votes for the other brunette. Which was. Soon to go. Uh, strategic on the, mm-hmm. the four, not Morgan and Bryce, the other four's part, because they were like, let's split our vote between Morgan and Bryce, and then force a tie, and then let's all vote for Bryce. And the way tiebreakers vote work... Oh, I just remembered who the other brunette is. She's boring. The way tiebreakers work is that um, if it's a you know two-way tie between me and Claret, me and Claret cannot vote uh, for the next round. Do you know what happens if there's another tiebreak? What happens? Guess how they decide who goes home. Jeff. He, he's just like, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. They have to m- make fire. Like with wood. Oh, I can't wait for that to happen. It rarely. I think it's happened like five times in the show's history. It rarely happens. God, I hope it happens on this season. This season is incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Survivor season 28 episodes one and two. And I'm glad we're doing this. This is fun. I'm glad you're watching because it's just like... <laughs> Your oh my god, your fucking story yesterday when you were like, <laughs> Nick was right. This show's bananas. This show is, is out of it, fucking control. I t- I, I tried talking about it with Massimo like when I, I was the previous season I watched Heroes versus Villains, and he's like, oh who won? And I'm like, Sandra won, 
and but I wish Parvati had won because I think she played the best game. And he scoffed and he was like, play, played the best game. And I'm like, she played the best game. Period. I was like, it is a reality competition. It is a game. There is something about, I feel like 2007 to 2014 was like reality television golden age. Jersey Shore. Teen Mom. After that. Teen Mom 2. Teen Mom 3. Oh. Right, 16 and pregnant. RuPaul's motherfucking drag race. Yeah. Hilo Hero. Hilo Hero. I'd say my high um, was being able to share my love of Survivor with Claret. I would say my low is the actual contestants on Survivor don't like them. Mainly the cop. No. Um, mainly him. And I would say my hero is Haley for being a trooper. <laughs> I attacked her on stage. <laughs> well, girl, I was going to say my low is imagining you attacking Haley on stage. Horrifying. An image I don't want to relive. <laughs> my high was definitely reenacting tribal council with you. That was fun. Um, and my hero by a long shot is Jeff, the pot stirrer himself. <laughs> Keep stirring that pot, doing what you do best, sweetie. I love you. And with that, I would like to bid you all adieu. A doe? Remember. Jete? A deer? A female deer. Je suis Tia. Je suis Tia, a deer. And I would like to say even drunkest thing embarrassed meet me behind the mall behind the goddamn mall Haley. <laughs> and don't forget oh my God. it is crucial when we're when, that you sw- when we're behind the mall <laughs> it is important that you swallow and don't spit unless you don't want to when we're behind gateway mall i expect you to swallow and nothing less when we're behind valley river center it's up to you Good night. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is executive produced by Clary Smith and Nick Curl. Editing and sound mixing this episode from Nick Curl. Music this episode from Anabolic Beats. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is produced in association with Haha Productions. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash braincellgirls. If you could please subscribe and rate us five stars, that would really help these two broke bitches out. You can follow Claray on Instagram at the Grease Trap Queen, and you can follow Nick on Instagram at Nick Curl. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at BrainCellGirls, and check out our website while you're at it: www.braincellgirls.com. Jeanette's <laughs> knocking the box again, and celebrating it.